And indeed, we are off. It is the Hake Report is back and better than ever <laughs> and rustier than ever. We all forget what to do. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022 AD. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was supposed to be back on August 16th. It was Men's History Month when, uh, the middle of Men's History Month, and I missed a, several days before leaving. I think my last day was August 15th. But I have had guest hosts in for me. Hake is back. I had surgery. Three surgeries, actually. You're late, Hake. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what a terrible mess. Uh, we're gonna get to... I have a special co-host with me. Well, Friday here, and I'll bring him back shortly. I'll bring him back very soon. But I want to um, just give a little preview of what we're going to talk about. We will get to your calls. Trump's Twitter is unlocked. That's fun. Trump's running for office. Uh, mess over in FIFA. FIFA fo fum. And a little throwback to Governor Cuomo. And then some stories that Joel thought of. There's this terrible nurse story. I don't know if it's a true story. Is it a nurse? Is it a true story? True story. Wow. <laughs> And, uh, all that and your calls, you can call in 888-775-3773. We are live, I believe, on all platforms. DLive, Odyssey, yep, uh, YouTube, not on Rumble. I don't stream on Rumble. I'm not on Cozy at this point, but Facebook, shout out to the Facebook crew. Shout out. Um, but anyway, guys, let's get right on. I gotta speak with my manly voice. With the show! <laughs> Two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. been a long time. Shouldn't have left you, left you, left you. What? Without a dope beat to step to, step to. <laughs> it's such a good song. I, I didn't know it said without a dope beat to step to until you said it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would, would just mumble do? that section. <laughs> to get to me, would you give up or try again? Just keep it. Anyway. <laughs> Poor. What's her name again? She died in a car plane Aaliyah. crash. Aliyah. Yeah. She was with that one guy uh, who is accused of a bunch of stuff. R. Kelly. Yeah, R. Kelly. And Dame Dash. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. Uh, nice girl. Gone too soon. Guys, I have a guest uh, with me, a co-host, if you will. It is the Hake Report with Joel Friday here. Hey. And I'm pointing in the right direction. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Nice. Oh shoot! Let me go this way. <laughs> I oh, remember I know. this is weird because yeah. <laughs> be, being on this side and then like adjusting and then it's just weird. Yeah, 
Uh, Joel Friday used to be my co-host before I wow. fired him. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and it was it was what like five five years ago almost yeah. going on five years. It's been that long. Yeah. Wow. It was the Hake Report with Joel and Esteban. Yeah. And Esteban was sitting here. Yeah. And I was over there on the board yep. in the dark. <laughs> we didn't have a light before, so I was just a black guy right. in the corner while Esteban and James had all the light. Yep. So. But he controlled our mics, but he didn't yeah. abuse that power. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Friday here. He is uh, Joel Friday TV on YouTube and Instagram. Yep. A graduate of the Bond Entrepreneur Academy for Young Men. He yep. has his own uh, businesses, The Gifted of Dance, and uh, Godly Gifted Gear. Yeah. And, uh, introduce yourself a little bit more. He was my co-host yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, so, I mean, he basically nailed it. Godly, uh, the Gifted of Dance, we have the uh, a clothing program, or a clothing brand, which is Godly Gifted Gear, at Godly Gifted Gear, so you guys can follow that. But we also recently started a, like, um, a business networking company with a few of my friends. So we have the dance studio, the clothing company, media company, um, and a hydro dipping company. And what we do is we just help each other out, different businesses. The media guy would help me record, which is one of the friends that I grew up with. And we just create content and, you know, help each other out. So... That is called the Godly Gifted Business Network. We're working on the LLC on that. But you can go follow Godly Gifted Gear. And actually go to my at Joel Friday TV. And then from there, you can see all the, the info. Nice. So check that out. Thanks, James, for that for letting me plug that. Yeah. Uh, Joel Friday filled in for the Hake report when Hake had his beta back. That's me. Uh, and surgery recovery. I was nursing my wounds. To this day, I'm still nursing my wounds. <laughs> you had but, three surgeries? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Brutal. <laughs> I thought I was going to be back on Sunday, go, like, pick up friends and be driving, but no, the doctor said two weeks, and I'm like, <laughs> and then uh, it was, like, two months, and, wow. I, and finally figured out, oh, you got to do some more. Wow. So, it's pretty brutal. How's I'm, it feel right now? I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, okay. Uh, really, I'm just unflexible. I could barely touch my toes. Yeah. And Stiff. I, yeah, I've just been laying on my back most of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm so rusty. Yeah. It's hard to wake up. And then, like, mornings are a little rougher, but yeah. I'm, I'm, like, almost back to 100%. Oh, that's Really. Good. Yeah. I just need to get exercising again. Like the f the momentum, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and get back in the saddle. It's like jo Jesse said about the welfare people. You get used to yeah, being a <laughs> nah. well. It didn't sound like you sound like you've been practicing that intro, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been so long, you know, and so it's kind of like riding a bike. But and then yeah. I know to like milk it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I have this energy built up because I haven't been getting it off my chest on this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing like walks and rambles, just talking to my phone. Yeah. For the people, but, but no, like studio. Yeah. Wow. So, so first time back. That's yeah. crazy. But you filled in for me on the November first, I believe, yeah. and November eighth, yeah. Tuesdays, and uh, I appreciate that. You talk. I didn't know. I knew 
I had an idea that you were applying for LA for the police department, but yeah. I didn't know you were an LAPD reject. <laughs> yeah, I that's went, a badge of honor. I apparently, went, yeah, I literally went all the way through the entire. Besides the actual academy where you go to actually do the like the training to become a cop, yeah. I was just in the hiring process. So the hiring process consists of you going to like their little camps to like uh, record yourself doing the training to see if you are you have the potential to be a LAPD cop. And by the way, I did that when I was 29 and then every there everybody else is obviously like 19, right. 20 coming out of like the military. I was smoking all of them. So everybody <laughs> wow, knows. Nice. Yeah. The because they have us do a sprint and I was like, man, I don't know how I'm cuz I don't sprint. Right. Like that's not a thing. But I've been dancing for so long that my fast twitch. Yeah, like so it was already so I had the fastest time on the out of everybody at the the whole um, training camp. So I was shocked about that. But my long distance was horrible. Oh, really? We did like, I think it was a mile and a half. And everybody else was getting like, you know, good times. My time was so bad. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> so I went home and I was like training and training and training. Wow. And I did, I, I got up to, I think like five miles. And because they said in the academy, you'll be doing six miles. Okay. So I was like, oh, dang, I got to prep for that because my stamina yeah. when it comes to running is not good. So I would go, go. I got it to five miles, and I was like, I'm not going to go back and embarrass myself because it was embarrassing to me. You know, everybody <laughs> else is like, nobody's thinking Did anything you? about it. Yeah. But it's like it was, it, it was a bad time. So I went back, and then I, I dropped my time down three minutes just wow. from that training. Nice. So I was like – I think the the percentage I got the first time was a sixty percent, so a D. Okay. And then overall, with like push ups, pull ups, um, they have you do the the sprint and then the long distance run. All that together, I got like a sixty percent. Horrible. But then I went back and got like a, a eighty eight. So it it I think it was like over a three month period, I got an eighty eight. So I was going up, but to qualify, you have to have a seventy. So I over I. I was good so i'm like i'm in this is it nice so as soon as i got to the psychological which everything i was passing everything like i even had to go back to school i kind of told this a little bit i had to go back to school because i couldn't <laughs> my grammar was bad <laughs> yeah. i had to do uh, an essay question or oh, essay man. horrible so i had to go back and learn how to write an essay i had to Ouch. fix my grammar my punctuation so i went back to school for you a semester committed. yeah That's serious. <laughs> The physical stuff, oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had to go back to Santa Monica uh, Community College. Nice. And went like there that. for a semester in the middle of COVID. So halfway through, they sent us home. So we had to do it oh. online. Yeah. By the way, we were reading, uh, uh, they made us uh, read uh, racism books. Oh, nice. Like The Hate <laughs> You Give. And oh, my gosh. It was already. Written by, was, like, immature <laughs> little girls, <laughs> I think. That one, and then we had another book we we're supposed to read, but I didn't have to read it because of COVID happened. But they were already, I can already tell Those the- are college textbooks. Yeah. I wanted to bring that lady onto the show. Yeah. It was already bad, and I was taking just two classes for one semester, already trying to indoctrinate people. Wow. So that was that. And then finally, I went all the way to the psychological, the last test, the last one, and that's when you know if you made it in. Yeah. And then um, I- had an interview with the guy and he's like asking me deep questions 
And I don't know how not to be honest about the questions right. <laughs> <laughs> and be like appropriate for like the interview, meaning like um, sometimes you just got to say what you got to say to get the job, like uh -huh. to just be like proper. Yeah. I was just being and hold me. back a little. Yeah, like hold back. I was yeah. just being like me here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was a little bit like off, but I was just honest. But um, the psychological guy was—I could tell he was kind of like not feeling Thrown it. Off. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of like what. But it was nothing bad. It was just too honest. Like he yeah. asked me like what I think about women, cops, oh. and then, and then yeah. I was honest. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, you know, like, I don't have nothing against women. I respect all women. And if they want to work, they can work. But uh, I just don't feel like um, a woman's place should be working. And I think that was the, the oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of other things. But they denied me. I appealed it because I'm like, everything you guys are asking for on the, uh, the, on the website, it's called the, um, what do you call it? They have like a list of things. Um, the the code of ethics on the code of ethics i like was checking off all the boxes yeah right but then when i would go in they were like you know they're more liberal than what they actually say they are oh, so then, yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah so then they denied me i appealed it and then i had an interview with the female i think it was because i said that female thing uh -huh. so, so, so it was like a test yeah and then i did good on that ace that and uh -huh. then they still denied me <laughs> so i'm like i'm done that's I'm done. funny yeah but yeah i just learned that they lapd they, they have to protect their reputation yeah so they want they don't want people who they um can't control yeah because then any mistake looks bad on their reputation and lapd is right. in hollywood their movies and if they look like a race that they can't already be, have can't a, be too honest or too manly yeah, and, yeah exactly and then speak for yourself and have your own thoughts that are outside of what they expect yeah very true they don't want that so i figured like oh yeah dang, <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah and that came up because you covered the uh that guy who shot up on valentine's day 2018 he yeah shot up the marjorie stoneman douglas thing yeah yeah and it's interesting because the detective was telling the kid the opposite of what JLP says was that, that those voices in your yeah. head are you. Are you. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid was maybe what I what occurred to me and what people have said, probably because people said it, was he was trying to get an insanity defense. He thought, oh, oh you know, I'm just going to act insane. And then when the cameras are off or when the Ooh. guy's gone, he looks all normal. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he acts all weird for the camera when he notices the camera. Interesting. And so, but it was pretty deep what you were talking about. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think also that um, you covered this a while ago. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, but you had covered that. that, And then it just reminded me that um, regardless of, you know, all of it, he had Satan was in his mind. We knew that for sure. We knew that yeah. for sure. And then yep. he would admit, like, you know, it's not, you know, it's the voices, it's the voices. Right. But what caught me off guard was obviously the cop saying that, that is like, you. it's you. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then the guy's like, do you have a, the, he's like, is there a psychologist I could see? He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. He's like, are you a psychologist? He was like, are you a psychologist? And the cop was like, well, I have three kids, so I, I oh, think that makes that? me. I'm like, <laughs> no, it doesn't, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> obviously. So I, it, it was just a, it was just a testament to how people, no matter what, like 
whether you're just stealing a candy bar to killing 20, 20 plus kids, the thoughts are still coming from the same place. Yep. Yeah. So, and the guy needs to use be practical and just close the case. Yeah. And can't let any like because people will use the truth and twist the truth. Oh, it's not me doing it. I can just gonna go on and do yeah, it. Yeah. Or I can't help it, so I'm gonna just live in this yeah, mess. Yeah. Yeah. And people yeah. use that as an excuse and talks to them with the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Keeps them in the mess. Yeah. Man. That's- uh, we're going to talk a little bit more. I want to cover a little bit more of what Joel covered, but I want to get to some calls and some stories and things, guys. Hassan weighed in. Uh, we'll get to that relationship stuff. Very interesting. Ooh. Um, how y'all doing? Uh, let me first get to a call or two, guys. You guys have been chomping at the bit, calling the JLP show, asking about Hake. Let me get to Denny. In Bulgaria, who talked to Joel Friday recently. Danny in Bulgaria, how are you doing? Good evening, Mr. Hick. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. I, it's, it's evening for you, huh? Good evening to you. Oh, yes. Sorry about that. Yes. No problem. So, uh, hello. Wow. Hello to both of you. Uh, uh, first of all, I would like to uh, say that I'm very happy and very glad to see that you're doing better. Thank you. Uh, you, you were missed. Yeah, and uh, I was uh, I asked Nick, and uh, he was kind enough to confirm it. It's uh, Thanksgiving week in the United States. Yes, that's correct. That's right. Well, uh, it's not really a holiday I'm familiar with, but since I quote, I am thankful for the job that you're doing, for the job that Jesse Lee Peterson is doing, and uh, for all of your efforts and, and the shows that you put in because it's truly remarkable. You're you're helping people all over the world, so I'm simply calling to say thank you. Right on, man. I appreciate that. Then thank you for participating in Thanksgiving Day, an American holiday. I appreciate that, man. I'm thankful for general anesthesia. <laughs> I really I am. don't know what this is. <laughs> that is it knocks you out and makes you not feel pain when they're cutting you. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh I'm thankful <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful for the job I have. I don't think any other company would have put up with I don't know, <laughs> three, months, <laughs> three months off and, a, and such a such a beta back um, but I was able to do different things working from home and uh, thankful for uh, the team here and the the guest hosts and you guys for all the ongoing support right on appreciate that Danny the guest the, the guest host was pretty remarkable I started watching the show a couple of years ago and when I saw Joel back again, uh, it was it was pretty nice. Uh, he he's very charismatic, and he really knows how to talk to audience. It was it was quite great. Appreciate it, Danny. Yeah, you know what, Joel, when he talked with callers and talked about uh, these stories, it was takes that I could never have come up with, and it's like he has his like his own mind. And he doesn't know a lot about politics, which is so refreshing, too. And he's really not into it. <laughs> and so uh, that is, that brings, so he doesn't have, like, the typical political beliefs that you would expect from a conservative man. Mm. And so it's, it's uh, quite refreshing. It's unique. On, uh, on, and I'm not, I don't watch a lot of internet shows. I don't watch a lot of other shows. But I don't think that there's anybody else with uh, takes like Joe's. No, and uh, when she was talking, actually you two are the same in this in, in this aspect. When you were talking, it doesn't matter to whom, 
But when you are talking to people, it's like when you're talking to a friend that you've known for a very long time, but you haven't seen in a few years. So you're catching up. Nice. Th- that's, uh, th- th- this is my impression as a viewer. It was absolutely remarkable. It was great to see it. So I really want to wish you, all of you, all the best. Uh, kind regards to all of your colleagues. God be with you. And again, thank you. Sincerely, thank you for all of the work that you're doing. Well, thank you, Denny. How did you come to be so classy? Do you know what I mean by classy? Like... Uh, I'm not certain. So, like, you say words like remarkable and you give uh, excellent and mature uh, sign-offs saying, oh, I wish you guys, I wish you all well, kind regards, and a speedy recovery to Mr. Hake, and you present, like, serious... You present like a serious topic, so you're like mature. Professional, yeah. How, if you don't mind my asking, uh, how old are you? Uh, 30, 32, of 11th of November, 32. You were raised by both parents? Yes, both parents in the homes and during the weekends uh, at my grandparents' place when I was a child. You had a strict upbringing? Like you, were, you went to oh, yes. private school or public school? Uh... I was a terrible student, uh, <laughs> so I've changed, I think, five schools before I, I finished high school. Really? So from, uh, yes, I was a terrible, I mean, not a terrible person as a person, but a terrible student. Okay. Uh, because uh, I was of that generation where I went to the math teacher and uh, asked her, I, what do you want me to do just to, to pass the class? I don't, I don't <laughs> need an A. You call it an A, we call it a sixth. Uh-huh. So I don't need it. If, what do you want me for me to, to finish it? Because she was like, you have to learn this and this and that. And I told her, I don't have to because I, I'm <laughs> not going to be a math teacher. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a phone in my pocket. So that's a calculator. Wow. If I need to do something, I'll do it. So yeah, I was, I was this kind of a kid. So I wasn't really... Uh, 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 what you would, <laughs> would like to be around. But I uh, was always taught to... Be respectful, even if you don't like someone. Okay. Be respectful, not because you have to do it for them, but you have to because you have to do it for you. And yet, uh, and one, yet, you didn't, you weren't one to just fall in line and jump at every command. You were an independent. No, I, I never did that, and this is why I ended up being an accountant because uh, for ten years I was in a financial department. Now I'm an accountant because in finance, again, you have to fall in line, but. There aren't that many accountants, so we can actually, you know, keep a few rules and not being fired because there aren't many of us. Wow. Well, I have a lot of respect for you, Denny. I appreciate your calls over the years. Uh, I respect you a lot of uh, you and your girl. I have a lot of respect for you and uh, your colleagues as well, Mr. Haker. Really, I'm really thankful because it's, it's so helpful. I'm sharing uh, your channel and Mr. Peterson's channel with other people from other countries. You are correct. We all have absolutely the same problem. Yeah. And it's it's remarkable to see that somebody is helping. And uh, for, for your viewers and for the others, uh, in case uh, somebody wants to support your work, then this is my personal testimony. Different continents have different ways of, uh, you know, bank transfer. If you're not sure, uh, I personally contacted Mr. Hake on Twitter one time because I didn't know how to how to do it. So, if you if you're wondering how to do it, contact Mr. Hake. Nice. Well, thanks again, Denny. Appreciate you. 
Happy American Hello. Thanksgiving to you in Bulgaria. Thank you. Have a remarkable day, sir, and all the best. All right. Take care. Bye. Wow. Yeah, Danny's super cool. He's super sharp, and he called in a couple of times when I was guest hosting. And he, um, yeah, like you said, he's very professional yeah. in what he says, and he gets his point across pretty clear. So right. I like Danny. Danny's super cool. He called in yesterday to, maybe yesterday or two days ago, to Jesse's show and told, he tells interesting historical stories about honorable figures. Uh, so okay. it's, it's a... He knows his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What an interesting nice. man. Um, By the way, can I mention something really quick? Yeah, yeah. I When you talked about your back, you know your back? Uh-huh. I understood, like I had a glimpse into what you were dealing with because when I had got the cold... Um, I had major, and I, it was so weird because I had like major back pain. Yeah, to where I was like rolling around in bed, and I had to like go on the flat ground and bring my knees to my chest and roll side to side just uh -huh. so like it can massage my back because the pain was like excruciating. Wow! So I was thinking like, dang, there's no way I could be going through this on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Jade has to be going through. I understood why you had to take these. Um, or was it two months? Three months. Three months, <laughs> Three months off because uh -huh. that kind of pain is not bearable sometimes. Yeah. So it is crazy. It's I wild. understood. I understood. There were uh, there were days that I would come in and read the news, and then lay back down on the couch. And some days I couldn't even make the full five. I could barely make the full five minutes. And the people, the live chat was like. He's obviously in pain. <laughs> That's crazy. And it was wild. Were you taking anything or was it? Um, no, not until after the surgeries. I wasn't, because I don't like to, I don't really trust taking pain pills because wow. I don't want to do something that's going to make it worse when I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know? But maybe I shouldn't think that way I, because no, no, it would I, help me relax. I would, I, I, I don't usually do pain medication I don't, yeah. for the same reason right because i for one i don't trust it and the doctors give you that stuff right and then you take too much and you can cause other issues yeah so i don't do it but when i felt that pain <laughs> on my back oh yeah a couple weeks ago i was i, I might I, I probably took too much yeah. i was taking so much <laughs> Uh, Theraflu, uh, Advil, and I was just every every four hours, like I said, popping them, popping them, popping them. Yeah. I just could, the pain was just too much, so I understood the fact that you didn't take any pain pills. <laughs> I gotta give you credit for because it, it was well. Insane. I'll tell you, after the surgery, that broke me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Take something. I, need <laughs> I tried not to at first. I tried to do yeah. this. Okay, maybe just Tylenol, because they gave me opioids. They prescribed this uh, opioid, yeah. not fentanyl. Stronger, but it's an opioid, and yeah. white people die of opioids. Yeah. Like, we get hooked on this stuff. I say we, but they get hooked on this stuff. Yeah. And so I was afraid of the opioid. Yeah. But, like, w at one point, the pain got so great, and so I started, like, loosening up, and I'm going to take it as, yeah. as, as needed yeah. and no more than what they say to take. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, so I was taking it, and then at one point, the doctor's like, you got to get off of that and use, like, lesser normal stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but it feel, it's going to feel too good, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they said, be careful. Yeah. Because the dentist yeah. gives, give, gave me an opioid, and I didn't take yeah. any of it. Yeah. But with this... But I feel like most... That, that kind of stuff, even though I'm sure it has, like, a major effect, but 
mostly for people who are unconscious and not knowing what's going on yeah. are the ones who tend to slip into those right. things. The fact that you're going to be conscious while taking it and being aware of like, oh, this feeling is not of God. Right. Yeah, <laughs> then you, I don't think you'll be like addicted. And then yeah. too, like I was such a head case that I would anticipate the pain or in the pain I would start to clench up or uh, tense oh, yeah. up. And that just extended it and made it worse. Whereas if you relax in it yeah. and just feel it and don't think about it. Yeah. Like that was something that I was told as a kid, don't think about the pain. It's like hard. when you scratch something, yeah. when, you, when you scrape yourself and you just start to, you get distracted from it yeah. and you don't even yeah. notice it anymore. <laughs> and so I was relearning those tricks of just, and what Jesse says about yeah. spiritual pain, relaxing the pain, yeah. same thing with the physical stuff. But relax when you have back pain like that. <laughs> yeah. Relaxing in it uh-huh. without tensing is hard to do because tensing you feel like it's almost helping the pain. Yeah, because you want to yeah. have like the right posture. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. What a mess. I got to get back to that exercise stuff <laughs> and stay off the uh, rock stars. Joel told me you got this back pain because you're on these rock stars. <laughs> Instead of sleep, instead of exercise, <laughs> instead of eating right. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you still, still have the, still drinking the mock sauce? No, no. I uh, The doctor told me not to take any caffeine, so I just uh, started recently uh, nice. getting back a little bit of tea, stuff yeah. like that. But but you, uh, but you do people know how you eat, though? I don't think people yeah, really yeah. know <laughs> that James is, like, legit. When he decides to, like, eat, eat right. healthy, he's, like, what you think in your mind, how <laughs> healthy virtue to eat. James eating all the greens, yeah. all the vegetables, all, and he just eats it as it is. So yeah, he's legit when it comes to that. <laughs> I was even going overboard with some of that, where the doctor's like, "You got to get some eat normal food." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too much greens. Yeah, <laughs> don't go overboard with. Oh my gosh, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> it was wild. Um, let's get to a story or two, guys. How about some content? Well, first thing, I am wearing my Trump t-shirt, Trump Las Vegas t-shirt. Uh, I appreciate Trump to this day. Some people are like, oh, he's, he's a vaccine salesman. To this day! <laughs> Miss that. That's right, Deontay. Um, and we covered Trump early on in the, uh, on the Hake Report with Joel and Esteban. And I don't know if you've kept up with that, but uh, Joel, Friday here. But uh, he's announced that he's running for office. Elon Musk brought him back on Twitter because he was yeah, banned on Twitter that. a couple of years ago. Yeah. More than a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. And um, he, I think he did a tweeted. poll, right? Elon did a poll. Yeah. To see. He let the people decide. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Trump shared that. I have a screenshot in my yeah. folder. Trump started Truth Social along with uh, some guy. Oh, he was close there. He almost didn't come back. I know. <laughs> 52% to 48%. Yeah. But that is still a decisive victory. Yeah. Because Twitter is dominated by liberals, really. I like the fact that it was done in that way. Yeah. Because then they, nobody can blame Elon for anything. Right. The people, you, y'all chose this. 14 million votes at the point that Trump Two hours. Scre- allegedly screenshotted oh. this. And yeah, and... uh and two hours, three hours left. Yeah, it was yeah, two man. hours and 45 minutes to go on that poll. And Trump truthed, because he has truth social. He's not on Twitter anymore. He's all, vote now with positivity. But don't worry. 
We aren't going anywhere. Truth Social is very special, or is special. <laughs> and he shared the Twitter uh, tweet from Elon Musk, who bought Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk, the South African white man. I haven't heard him talk about farm murders, but he's taken over tr Twitter. And people say that, oh, don't trust Elon, but I appreciate what he's doing and for what he is. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know Twitter, because I'm wondering, like, why... It's such a big deal, like yeah. the Twitter thing. I didn't realize how much influence Trump has on Twitter. Like, yeah. Twitter is like one of his main platforms that right. helped that helps him. Yeah. Right? So Twitter is is that serious? Because yeah. I'm not really on Twitter. Right. So I don't really know how. I know you do have a Twitter account. Yeah. A tweet once a month or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once every quarter. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. and it's big in the media oh, okay. because it's influential to the media because oh, okay. they they use Twitter and the you, the media to intimidate people and to yeah. influence companies oh, okay. to cave and all kinds of stuff. And so normal people aren't swayed by Twitter, really, yeah. but it is a fun platform to uh, get what you want to say out there. So you think it, it hurt Trump by being off Twitter? You think it affected his... I feel like it hurt him in the physical world to do that, yeah. yeah. Like as far as promotion and right. his thoughts and stuff. Yeah, like because yeah. he like disappeared from uh, the public eye and we only saw what they wanted us to see yeah. from him uh, rather than what he yeah. wanted to say. Oh, that's true. But why, why, not, why didn't he just go on the alternatives like Instagram and... I think like he might have been banned on Instagram. I'm not uh. sure. I know that he was kicked off of Facebook, which is yeah. almost Instagram, oh, for a yeah. while. That's true. And then his YouTube. So all those. Yeah. There, he was in talks with Parlor. Yeah. Which Kanye or Ye? He yeah. wants to enslave us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was on uh, talking to Parlor, but yeah, Parlor got kicked off, and I don't know. There was all kinds of different things. Uh, so he started his own thing, Truth, Truth Social. Trump? Uh-huh. Truthsocial.com. Along with wow. Devin Nunes, who is a politician, a Republican, wow. who is like running that company. Wow, so that's a thing. Where yeah. is it? It's just it's, it's being built. Truthsocial.com. I don't think oh you know what it might have an app as well. Oh, okay. And the, they they don't have exact freedom of speech there either. You know, uh, the whites who are more radical are not allowed there. Yeah. Uh, and so that's how I think they can have an app. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, and so, wow, yeah, he's on his own thing. But I and I I respect that he wants to stay on Truth Social and not go back to Twitter. Yeah. But I suspect he'll tweet yeah. here and there. Yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's running for office, yeah. and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else has Truth Social. Doesn't have that type of platform. Yet. Yeah, and it was such a huge thing when he was tweeting that. Yeah, it was shaking. Everybody was right. reacting to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it does help. Yep. Yeah. Um, you're registered to vote? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe so. He is running. Do you think, do you have any thoughts on him running for office? Uh, meaning for like, president? like, are you, um, do you have any, like, I know you're not into politics at all. Yeah. But I I assume that you're going to vote for him. Yeah, I mean, I would like to. See, the, <laughs> the thing is, is that I think that the big thing is that um, it's really hard for people to get over the the um, the the self thing, meaning like 
the things that make people offended, like the offense. Right. Like people, it's hard for people to get past how they feel. That's right. a better way to put it. They can't even remember the specifics. They just hate, yeah. they know they hate they know, the person. And it feels good to them to be convinced that they hate somebody because then yeah. they don't have to try to like wrestle with, do I like them or not? They could right. just say, Trump is racist. He's not the guy, right? right? And then instead of like thinking, well, is he getting things done? People today care more about how they feel versus what society, how society is ran. Yeah, That's why I feel like in Los Angeles and all these, in California, things are going downhill because it's based off on not building structure, but more so on like, well, hire this person because when he speaks to me at McDonald's, he's... um. Uh, he has red hair just like me, right? <laughs> yeah. Or he's like uh, a homosexual or whatever. And you can right. be a homosexual in workplaces, but they want you to be a radical homosexual right. in workplaces uh -huh. so you can fit in with the world. So it's all based off a of feeling opposed to like yeah. McDonald's should be a structure that's professional, that um, the food is good, yeah. that uh, you're not eating stale stuff. Because sometimes in L.A. when I go get food at different places, oh, it's yeah. stale it's horribly put together. There's other food inside the food that I didn't get. <laughs> so it's like That's terrible. It's all based on hire how you feel and not. So I would vote for him because I knew at the end of the day that things were getting done yeah. from what I was seeing and what we were experiencing. And I think people just need to learn how to get over the sensitive part. And then you can actually see that we'll, we'll look what, what has the president in the White House now done. We've seen uh, the rise in gas prices. We've seen the rise in food. The grocery yeah. store is insane. Uh-huh. Like, the, you know what I mean? So it's like, let's look at that opposed to being happy that Biden didn't offend you. Yeah. So that that's is, how I feel. That's really good advice in life, really. Yeah. Um, That's, I think, why they finagled or they voted for, however you want to say it, yeah. Uh, Karen Bass over this Rick Caruso guy uh, who's built so, up. So he made, she won. I think she won. Uh, it's what I heard. The last yeah. I've heard is, was that she quote unquote won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I man. believe it. The All elections are the most secure in history nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So she, Karen Bass, the black lady with the little tight afro. Yeah. Who, very rude person. She debated Jesse one time. I'm trying to think who she looked like, but. Karen. Can you Google, not Google, but can you search? You can Google if you want. Karen Bass. Karen, uh, Bass. Karen Bass, a picture of her. I don't know if you went to the Politicon back in 2017 or 18 or, or 19. But JLP went to Politicon in, uh, it was at the LA Convention Center as a speaker and was on a panel discussion and debated her. And she's... She has glasses and a small type. Okay, it's starting to, because I remember him being on stage, and I remember a, At a, long a table. female, yeah, and a female constantly pushing back on him, right? Right, laughing and making jokes and being like, can we, you're not the only person on the stage, let other people talk. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. the only real there. conservative there. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Is, Did you find a, oh, maybe he's looking. He's finding the perfect picture. Hassan over here. I wonder if I can just... <laughs> Karen. Karen Bass. She is a representative, or is, I guess she's resigning. 
Okay, yeah. Out of supposed representative of of this district. So she won. To be honest, I didn't even know much about Rick Caruso. Yeah. The only reason why I was leading towards voting for him, which I didn't even vote. I had an opportunity. <laughs> I was literally, um, I was literally walking by a uh, what would you what do you call the the, the voting polling booth? place? Yeah, like a polling yeah. place. And I was like, dang, I probably should do it today since it's right here. <laughs> right. But I passed it and didn't do it, and I lost. It's the funny they made it so easy that you can go anywhere. Yeah. You don't have a specific polling place anymore. It's not. Yeah. It's like strict. And I I could walk right in there, just did my little vote, and then kept it moving, but uh -huh. I didn't. But the reason why I was going to vote for Ray Caruso is because the everywhere you go, there's the signs right. of Rick. Uh -huh. But what made, what separated is that when you go into the rich neighborhoods, like in the hills, yeah. there's the signs too. Nice. And typically, like um, uh, people who are, what do you call it, people who are for money? For making a lot of money, the businessmen, the capitalists, capitalists, yeah. Uh -huh. Normally, people who are like capitalists tend to oftentimes. Now, obviously, there's there's some that don't, but they tend to vote more towards the the people who want to make more money, right. opposed to like <laughs> the ones the who want to tax, yeah, 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 and do that redistribute. Stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I've seen it all over the place, and then it was all over just the way he promoted it and the certain type of people that I was seeing who were backing him. Yeah. I was like, oh, he might be a decent, yeah. might be a decent guy. That's how I do it too. Yeah. And I don't know what job he would have done. Maybe had he been more manly yeah. and radical even. Yeah. He yeah. might have gotten even more. Uh, did you find a picture of him? This is, this is, uh, yeah. that's Karen Bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's been in there since like the early 90s, I think. Wow. Let's see, Karen Bass. And Rick Caruso's white, right? Yeah. He's white, so he ain't getting there. Yeah. Okay, since 2011. Okay. So she's not like Maxine Waters. She's been in there for 80 years. She's 69 years old. Social worker, politician, mayor-elect of L.A. Wow. Man. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. I heard, side note, I heard Nancy Pelosi step down, right? Yeah. That's Be interesting. Well, they she got ousted as speaker because I guess the um I guess the Republicans barely won the house or something. Yeah. I think. Or maybe she's just they she's retiring out? afterwards. She's uh, not going to run for she's 82 or 84 years wow. old. <laughs> so wow. So she's gone. Yeah. She had a long stint, a couple of stints as speaker of the house under Obama, yeah. under Trump. And maybe even before that, I'm not sure. 82, maybe it's time to just relax. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, let's get to yeah. some calls here before we get into uh, some of the stories that we want to talk about, guys. Um, Brian is in North Carolina. Oh, hold up. Brian in North Carolina, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, welcome back, man. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I appreciate that. Thank you for the welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's good to have you back. And same with Joel. It's good to see him back, too. Yeah. Right on. I know, man. Y'all were talking about them back problems. The back ain't nothing to play with, is it? Yeah. You have to uh, take care of your body, the temple of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> my body, my temple. <laughs> but, yeah, use it or lose it is what I yeah, they, uh, learned. 
They say uh, if you want to, you got to swap out them rock stars. I think I heard when you turn forty, you got to swap it out for a can of WD forty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Time to time to That's, start eating and drinking like a man. <laughs> uh, what's what's that look like? What do you mean? You're gonna change your diet, right? Oh yeah, That's uh, it, it means just you. one slice of pizza, <laughs> right? And then have like veggies and, <laughs> and fruit and protein, meat, uh, sensible stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's good to see you back, man. I just wanted to call it and welcome you back. I appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, good topics. I'm gonna keep listening. Nice. Sounds good, Brian. Appreciate your call. Take care. Yes, sir. You as well. All right. Uh, Rick in Maine, my buddy, nice. uh, boomer, a boomer, I love boomers, is on the line of trucker. How are you doing, Rick? Not bad, my friend. Welcome back, and Hi, welcome, Rick. Joel. How are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, Rick. Doing well. All right. Yeah, Joel, don't feel bad, uh, uh, about the, uh, LAPD, my friend. Yeah. This job isn't for everybody either. I'm not saying that you weren't right for that job, but you know that's that's what happens. Did you have and, any? Uh, did you have any disappointment or regret, Joel, with that? Um, at all? Well, I, I think um, what I learned though, because somebody said this in the comment, is that you should have. They said you should have just um, said what they wanted you to say just to get in. <laughs> and I learned that I could have been a little bit wiser in my in my words. Right, but. I think everything works out for a reason because I would have had a, a totally oh, different yeah. lifestyle if yeah. I was a LAPD cop. And I don't think I would have enjoyed it much. Yeah. True. So. It, yeah. Yeah. It works out. Uh, yeah. God's got you. Um, yeah. And half of the reason, to be honest, half of the reason also was because I was dating somebody. Police have a stable job, benefits. Oh, yeah. And then it can help you, you know, long term, <laughs> have a career. Wow. So that was part of the reason, too. So, yeah. Yeah, it you just, shouldn't do stuff for a woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it worked It worked out. That's interesting, man. I I was, I almost joined the uh, Marines on uh, encouragement from a girl I was dating <laughs> back in 08. I would have been like 27. Wow, I, out yeah. of college, I had finished college, so I would have been like a an officer. Wow! But I woke up sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to die or get maimed or anything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, nah. <laughs> so I was training. I went through MEPS. Oh, you you do the training? Uh, yeah, yeah. And like I did the yeah. tests, but yeah, no, I yeah. I snapped out of that. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you had that experience I've done before, my... Rick? Yeah, I'm headed back to Maine now. I got. Uh... I got my load there yesterday and just kind of rolled along here easy. Uh, James, there's a, there's a cushion that I see in the uh, truck stops every now and again. It's uh, you know, it's like a rubber foam, I guess. It's real soft. Yeah. And the top of it is uh, shaped like egg crate. I'll have oh, okay. to get some information and uh, send you some information on that. Might be something you might want to consider. All right, nice. You know, be a little softer on uh, on that area. I I've had a back injury for years myself, and uh, uh, that's due to a wreck back in two thousand and eight. So 
you know, I've, I've had my share of dealing with pain for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and truckers have it rough because you guys are sitting for hours and hours, and uh, yeah. it's hard to get, like, fresh food and exercise. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I really appreciate of, the truckers. A lot of the uh, truck stops now are taking the restaurants out of the the uh, stops and uh, put fast food in. Yeah. That stuff is killing us out here, man. I'm telling you, we can't uh, control our diabetes or weight or anything for crying out loud. Or, you know, they take everything else away from us. Yeah. I mean, there's ways of doing it. I, I do... Some of it myself by doing my cooking at home and portioning mm-hmm. it out and put it in uh, small dishes that I bring with me. Nice, that's cool. And uh, that helps. That helps. Yeah. You know, uh, hey Joel. Yeah. The only time that I really regretted, I really, really got nervous when I was with the SO. Is when the lead started flying. That gets your attention right now. The lead started flying. What do you mean? Bullets. When people are people are firing rounds at you. Oh, you had that. You you've had that happen. A few times. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can I consider yep. that. I I I thought about those things and I was like. You know, it'll make me tougher. <laughs> but you don't think, you obviously don't know until you're in that experience that, you know, right. if, if you can handle it or, or how you're going to react to it. But, you know, it just seemed like the right thing to do at the moment. And, you know, I was like, you yeah. know, it might, you know, make you tough. <laughs> but it just didn't yeah. work out. Did you hear my friend died? Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, it, it, and it, sometimes it's like, for unnecessary reasons. Right. You know, and that's what people are warning me. They're like, do you sure you want to do that? And I'm yeah. like, why not? But now, nowadays, it's a different type of ball game because obviously. Oh, yeah. These, Ambushes and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Right it's like. A, yep. It's encouraged. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This hatred that's of the sound, that's, one, that's one sound you never forget, though. It sounds just like somebody. Uh, Cracking a bullwhip right beside your ear. Wow. Yeah. Very, people, very sharp and loud. People hear fireworks and they're like, was that gunshots? And then all the people who know what it actually sounds like no. are like, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take care, you guys. Thank you, Happy Rick. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, man. And I'll, I'm glad to see that you're both back. Hope to see you much more. Yeah. And remember JLP's advice watch your back out there. I know you do. And when you oh, sit yeah. and eat, he says, eat to remember and not to forget, yeah. which is what Jesus said. Do this in remembrance of me when he said the last meal. That's and, uh, right. A lot of people, a lot of us, oh, my gosh, the food's so good. I had a Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, lightweight, with some family members yesterday, last night. Oh, oh my no. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were, you were and I like pizza. Like, I prefer pizza. Yeah. In, but this was so good. You were forgetting everything. Yeah. <laughs> The plate was heavy. I'm like, I put packed a lot of food on here. I'm like, how am I gonna finish this? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Eat good on Thanksgiving and diet for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. See you later, guys. All right. Already. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. The only dangerous thing about 
just going ham on like a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is that t- for me, it typically snowballs into right the next day or the next day. Yeah, I just have a little a bit habit. more. Yeah, I'd have <laughs> a little bit more. Like if you break the discipline, is it's not like I get back on track. No, it's a you got to crawl back to that. Yeah. So we'll see. That's what the rock stars were. I'm like, oh, this is only for emergency. It's only it's only temporary that I'm like keeping short hours to sleep yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But it becomes a habit. Yeah. You get, a, you get you see what you can get away with. Yeah. You see like how how you can do stuff last minute and it it kind of works. Yeah. You get comfortable. It's, you get yeah. stressed <laughs> and the stress is unpleasant. But then you forget about the stress by the by yeah. the end of the day. So you like stop preparing. <laughs> It'll and, uh, sneak in there and yeah. become a part of the whole the whole daily schedule. You know, I heard a t- tip for truckers, people who are on the road, about Subway, because a lot of truckers eat Subway, is this guy who was a trucker, I read about it when I was working at my other job, he would get a six-inch rather than a foot long, so you'd cut the amount of bread in half, but double meat. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And yeah. so, like, and then he would do these different calisthenic exercises right next to his truck. And oh, so, because a lot of truckers have yeah. that issue. Yeah. And a lot of truckers listen to the Hake Report and the JSC Lee Peterson show. I imagine truckers also have horrible knees because oh. having to go on back and forth, there's no way that's that's tough stuff. But the right diet, like Rick is saying, is, is probably key because you're driving all day, you fall asleep if you eat the wrong things. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tough job. Turkey uh, coma. Yeah. <laughs> and poppy seeds. Poppy seed coma. I guess poppy seeds are on some of the food, I guess. Not talking about drugs, guys. Although food is, itself is a drug. Um, let me quickly get to an, one more quick first-time caller here. Callers, I will get to you. you I appreciate you being hanging in there. Um, Kirsten out of Seattle, Washington is on the line, though. Uh, Kirsten, first-time caller. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, good, good. I, I wanted to comment on a couple of things. Uh, first of all, about, um, 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 oh, I'm so nervous I forgot your name. <laughs> the black guy. What Joel. Um, Joel Friday. No, what? Joel. The black yeah, guy's Noel. good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Friday okay. TV. On Noel, right? No, Joel with the J. Joel, Joel. I'm yeah. so sorry. No I'm worries. so nervous. I ought to know this. It's all good. It's okay. kind of like Joel so, in the Bible, but it's jo- It's pronounced Joel. Eh, eh. Oh, okay, so Joel, uh, uh, you know I I dance too. I love to dance. Okay, so um, what I wanted to talk to you about was um, the uh, about not getting hired uh, because you didn't go exactly what they wanted to hear, and that happens in Seattle. Um, I was uh, I went in and all I did was comment like, yeah, I I, I experienced uh, white supremacy only when I'm. Um, uh, driving in my car. In other words, I don't get pulled over because yeah. I'm white. Yeah. And um, and also, I had Owen Benjamin on. It was on mute that I had him <laughs> on my screen during my break. And um, but I'm sure they don't know what he was. But you know, just the way he looked and talked, it wasn't because the people doing the training were all gay. And you yeah. know, giving out candy for every little thing you did. It was pure counseling for the King County Court. Now the King County Court, they wanted to hire you know hire me, but then they contracted with Pier Seattle, which is on Capitol Hill, and it's and it's all wokey woke and gay. So they contracted them. So if you don't go exactly by their script, 
you know, and they know I was mixed and everything, and still they would not hire me. Yeah. They would, so yeah. I am not, uh, I cannot help people uh, going through drug court. Isn't that a shame? Yeah. A, a, a spiritual, because it helps me help them, you know, it's a spiritual thing. And no, I'm blocked from doing any good. Yeah. Because I, I you know, one little comment, but you, you just didn't go by the whole script. Yeah, well, exactly. I didn't go by a script. You know, they had a thing, you know, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so that is just, so I, I thought, well, that's something to overcome. So that, that's helped me on my journey and getting, you know, getting with the silent prayer and everything. So that really helped to have to overcome that. Such a blow, disappointment, you're going through all that, and then boom, because you weren't on script. Yeah, yeah, that's, and, um, that's the best way, that's the perfect way to put it, actually, is that I wasn't on script. And I felt I wasn't on script. Like I felt, <laughs> but I thought that that was what they wanted because I'm reading the code of ethics online and they're saying right. somebody who thinks for themselves, independent minded. Uh, that's funny. They're, they're saying oh, all yeah, these things. Like exactly. All these values Just and principles. Service. And they even use God in their religion in there. Wow. I'm like, this is, yeah. I'm supposed to be here, right? Yeah. Thinking in my yeah. mind. So I go in there saying all the right things and some of the wrong things. I'm not going to lie. Some of the wrong things. <laughs> but. It's because I didn't follow the script. They don't like that. And my psychological evaluator um, was very feminine. I don't want to say he was gay. The, the dude? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to say he was gay, but he was very feminine. Right. And then I knew at that point when I walked in, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Well, so it's this big communist agenda. It's not even socialism anymore. Well, it is, but it's a commie socialism. And and Bill Lockwood, uh, when he talked about it the other day, it's oh that's straight up what it is. And then Salty Cracker with his commie stuff, and I'm like, yeah, he's getting right to the point. That's well, just straight what it is. What do you mean by because, that? Because uh, Russia is, has a, a same problem. What is uh, communism? Just, you know, go by the party line. The party line. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. The party see line. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm Period. Not, and I'm not surprised though, because like I was saying before, is that the Often, a lot of these big, I don't even know what to call them, corporations or government, whatever, they... Um, they oh, it's corporate, yeah. Yeah, they have to please people. Yeah. There's a responsibility mm -hmm. to please, which is okay. But when it be, when you become successful, you don't want to lose um, what you've built. So you tend to lean more towards making people happy opposed to speaking the truth. Yeah. And LAPD has become so globalized. LAPD itself is probably the most popular um, police um, department in all of the United States because of the fact that um, what they're known for is LA, it's Los Angeles. It's even bigger than uh, NYPD. So they have a responsibility, quote unquote, to, to um, serve the people even if it means serving them in the wrong way. so. But yeah. this is a, a, a live people. Corporate, corporate, no, corp is dead. It's a dead body. It's a dead entity. Um, it's just a business. And so that's how they're running it. Yeah. But with no humanistic, no humanitarian in, in there. Yeah. It's just a straight corporate line. It's all coming from corporate. Yes, it is corporate. And um, But you got to be the, the human part. That's what our founding fathers were about. You know that this is this is what the humans need, and this is what we've been through, and this is what we've experienced, and we know this is what you know human beings need to be yeah. really free and at liberty, and to grow great, and to just be with God. You yeah. know, to just be godly people. Yeah. 
and um, it, it's just it's ungodly because it's yeah it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. That's exactly what it is. It did. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and then the uh, other thing about the pain, um, if you ever have to have this done again, just be open minded. You might, you know, down the line. Um, any of you guys, you you must take the opiate and and just take it. It was prescribed. Just take it. But you don't have to take it all. And the thing about it is, it's you take it before the pain starts. Yeah, that's yeah. how it really works. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Th- then that's the management part. So you okay. take it before the pain starts. Yeah. So you take it, you know, just one, the minimum, and then just and then it's easier to come off of, and you can just wean yourself. The doctor doesn't have to tell you anything. Nice. But yeah, to manage it that way, and then when you're um, and then when you're on the opiates, if you just breathe in and out like that, boom, then the medicine comes right back to you again. So and right. I, and it works if you're not an opiate too. Like he says, you know, it's, it's something um, some good chemicals come about when you just relax, like Jesse yeah. says, and just you know, nice. yeah, yeah, let it go and so. And it really works when you have to do pain management too on the opiate. Just breathe it, then you don't need any more, and you'll last even longer uh, between the pills and stuff. Wow. So, yeah. Appreciate yeah. that tip, Kirsten. Nice. Yeah, I had to learn the hard way. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, but take it before the pain starts. As soon as you get it, don't. So okay. what? Yeah, it's an opiate, but you're you're not that. You're not that kind of opiate taker. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Good point. True. Well, nice. It's great yeah. to hear from you, Kirsten. Call again. First time caller. I appreciate you. Yes, yes. Welcome back. And Thank you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to both of you. Happy you as well. Nice. Be careful out there in Seattle. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, oh, it's like I was in the dance community, and I'm not going back after COVID because they're all uh, just terrible. You know, putting like um, most of them are Asian, uh, uh, doing the, uh, putting uh, Bruce Lee right next to George Floyd, the picture, like, no, oh. the oh, two aren't man. the same, but right. they treat them as equal. But now they've destroyed the whole, uh, uh, international district, the Chinatown. So I guess it, so there's not even any, like uh, the places we used to dance and stuff. And, destroyed you know, but you got Antifa? that whole community going and it's online. Are you talking about Antifa destroyed them or the shutdowns destroyed them? Uh, no, the uh, the BLM riots, the, okay. the crime, it's yeah. turned into uh, oh, what is Seattle. The crime has moved from uh, this one blade is at downtown, and yeah. they pushed it up to the university and all these homeless. And the, 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 the community that's hurting the most, are the, they can't even speak English, all the Asians. Wow. And so they just, even our, our uh, city commissioner, like the mayor, he'll just walk all over them. They push them, they used them, because they're silent. But, you know, because they have all these homeless communities there, but all this turning into is it's just off the chain. Like, Terrible um, shame. And it's 24-7. It, it's it's incredible. But now they finally fought back enough to where they had to stop this whole super encampment. Now they were going to build They were going to um, reopen and make it a superplex of one. But, you know, um, and so now they finally just did that because... Uh, a journalist, Jonathan Cho, went to the uh, um, the opening of it when Dow Constantine was talking about, yeah, we're going to open this big, and he tried to film it, and um, they were they used their Antifa umbrellas. And it's just people that work for the city that work for him were using umbrellas to block his view of what Dow was saying, you know, the city commissioner and everything. And then, um, so by him publishing that, so, 
finally they just had enough. I mean, it, it was bad enough because they're old. They're all senior, and they're all they can't speak English. Crazy. And these are the people that they just, uh, 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 yeah, and uh, that they've just gone and all the crimes there now. It, they pushed everything over there, and it's and they're all victimized anyway. So now they've stopped that opening of the superplex for the homeless. Wow! And those don't work anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. They don't. I okay. appreciate it. Yeah. Lady, take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. We got to go to break. We are over time, guys. It is 10.05. Doctor said, you got to get up and walk around for five minutes every hour. Be, oh, wow. be disciplined about it. So we got to go to break, guys. But I have some music for you. Fake music, not fake music. This is a Christian song, Innocence Lost by Steve Taylor. Enjoy, guys. Or press mute, you musical Philistines. <laughs> Grin and bear it. I'm not going to be here to talk you through it. i got to walk off the, the last hour. <laughs> but uh, I'll be back in uh, a, a few. Enjoy, and we'll be back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight.
Good, is it? Is it not? <laughs> no, 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 not that one. You can cut that off. <laughs> he has it. Hassan had it in the queue. That's the next song. That's the last song. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good song, too. <laughs> uh, somebody's all, Oh, I miss Hake so much that I forgot about his music. Rose colored glasses. What do you mean? <laughs> this song makes me want to have. Oh, we got to get Joel back on the mic. <laughs> you guys don't know good music. When it's when music is good, it doesn't matter the genre. All right, if you can't appreciate good music, what are you listening to? <laughs> Talking to the chat, yeah, the detractors. <laughs> That's right. It's fake music, not fake music. Somebody said this song makes me want to wear shoes with no socks. <laughs> I guess that's an 80s thing or something. That was Steve Taylor. Let's see. Steve Taylor, Innocence Lost, on I Predict 1990 from the year 1987. <laughs> it's a Christian uh, Christian singer. Yeah, and somebody said, oh, yeah, he produced Newsboys. Yeah, he was the, uh, you guys heard of Newsboys? It's a Christian man. He did the lyrics for their first few albums. Big Bump says, welcome back, Hake. Well, thank you, Big Bump. I got some super chats to read and stuff like that. Uh, but thank you for bearing with me through that beautiful music, guys. Before I get to super chats, I got to get to uh, a caller who's been on hold forever. Art in Ohio is on the Art. line. Art, how are you doing? Man, what's up with my main man? Hey, man. Oh, my gosh. It has been a long time. I have not man, been on air. Bro. I'm so rusty. I don't even know what to bro, do. Bro, I miss you, man. Yeah. How you, man? I miss you, man. I'm glad to see you back here with not, man. Uh, you been all right though? Yeah, I have. It's been cool hearing you call into to. Uh, I, I forget <laughs> if you called into the my guest hosts, Joel Friday and Big Bump, but it's been cool yeah. hearing you call into JLP. Give your two cents with him, and uh, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you look good though. You look real good or whatnot. Uh, nah, uh, Joel need to go ahead and uh, you need to go up there and work out with Joel. His arms looking real nice and big. Uh, yeah, go up there and get your little workout on. Seriously, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I need Just, to build back hey, up. Joel's arms looking real healthy. Yep, right on. <laughs> and I'm about to say, what you do with your back is when you uh, get a chance, a little simple little workout is you get on the ground and basically uh, do like the Superman put your Put your arms in front of you, yeah, and uh, kick it, kick your legs up like you like you're flying in the air, and that aligns your back along with the six inches, and that'll keep your back. It, it aligns your back or whatnot, 
And that's it keeps your back when we're not strong. Okay, yeah, somebody else told me about that because there was a woman who messed up her sciatic nerve or something like that playing soccer, and she said those Superman stretches really help with that. So uh, I appreciate the tip. I shall give that a try and uh, incorporate yeah, it's real that good. It's real. I've been going up to the gym, working out, uh, keeping my alpha back and stuff, and all my little muscles and stuff all tuned up. Cause good, you know we ain't we ain't liberals or whatnot. We like to take care of our uh, take care of our bodies or whatnot. They like to take care. Of, uh, they like to get fat and sit around <laughs> and push communist communism and stuff. And whatnot. we uh, we yeah. in it for the long haul. Very true. Definitely. Nice man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, so what you going to be doing as far as you're going to be getting back on here with not tomorrow and stuff? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to be on. T- I'm not going to be live tomorrow. I have hopefully my final visit with the doctor scheduled uh-huh. for tomorrow morning, so I cannot make it uh, tomorrow. Uh-huh. But I will be back on uh, Thanksgiving morning is the plan. Uh, and then I'll be okay, back okay. next week. So I'm doing, I'm easing. I got to ease back into it. <laughs> so I'm only alive two days this week, unfortunately. But or unfortunately oh, okay. for some people, but I'm kind of glad, happy to ease back into it. You know, in my welfare state, the body is so lazy; it doesn't want to <laughs> doesn't want to jump right into it. Cold turkey, uh, yeah, to been day in and day out, two hours on air. But hopefully, I'll be back as normal, my normal schedule Monday okay. through Friday, nine to eleven next week. Hopefully. Take your time. There ain't no big rush. We want, we, want, we want you to come back all healthy and uh, healed up, right? Right And on. then when you get back in the gym, don't be like these weirdos up at the gym. They they lifting 100 pounds trying to look all cute for the girls and stuff and whatnot. Instead of actually working the right muscles, right. they're going to really hurt their stuff, and they're going to never be able to go back and work out again. Yeah. They're going to tear their rotator's cuff or blow their back out, just trying to show off and stuff. And it don't matter how much weight you lift is if you're lifting the weights properly or whatnot. Uh Nice. And then I want you to uh, look up that story about when that off-duty black female shot two two people and then killed herself. I just seen it up on the little YouTube feed. I want you to look into that. And, a police uh, officer? Tell me what you think about that. A, a police officer woman? Black yeah, female? Off-duty. I think it said off-duty or good. I wow. shot two people and then killed herself. Oof. Wow. And, they, and I'm for arming women, but, you know, because a, a woman ought to be armed especially in today's society but with the right mindset it sounds like that woman has had the wrong mindset if she intentionally killed uh, yeah, you know, or even if it's said, accidentally killed a couple people yeah. in herself say that again buddy sound like she had the wrong mindset exactly yeah well you know uh you know you play games with the devil he will he will come to collect because when you got a lot of people playing with the devil yeah that's true and then when he come to collect everybody want to feel uh feel sorry i don't you know i don't feel sorry for a lot of stuff you know what i mean it is what it is you play games you're gonna get play dumb games you're gonna get stupid prizes yeah so check this out you said also on friday will i be expecting to see you on your show or you're gonna be on jess i should be back on wait you're asking me if you, yeah, I'll be on my show. Are you going to be on Jesse's show on Thanksgiving, or are you going to be on your own show? I'll, I should have my own show as normal uh, on Thanksgiving, and I should be doing the news as well um, on uh, on Jesse's show. But my show, I should be the Hake Report should be live this uh, in two days again. All so. right, well, shoot. I guess I, what I do is I call back in. I'll be talking to you on uh, Thanksgiving. Nice. And then, uh, 
I'm telling them, tell them liberal females up there at Fox, when I'm very disappointed in them. Uh, ain't nothing that Nessie Pelosi don't do it. I don't care what she's done in her past or, or up to now. She already sealed her deal, and, uh, and God and the Father God's going to take care of her. But ain't nothing good about her. She's the devil, and uh, she's the reason why America and uh, definitely California's ran high as being that torn up like how I've been torn up. So I don't appreciate Fox and a lot of these uh these switch hitters, they want to uh, play like they for Trump, and they like Trump, but they don't really like Trump. Uh, they want to use him up, and true. we're still rolling with Trump. And uh, whatever Trump said about the tan- DeSantis, uh, I stand by, because I don't know what DeSantis final said about Trump. Obviously, he's going to say something about him that would make, make Trump say what he said. Right. And we ain't switching up or nothing. We've been rolling with Trump, and we're going to stay rolling with it. We don't care who likes it. Indeed. Well, thank you, All right, Art. I'll catch you later. All right. Take care. All right, buddy. Yep. Adios. Adios, America. Um, man, you know, I am remiss in uh, reading Super Chats. I'm so out of practice that I forgot to even open up my Streamlabs. Oh, man, I forgot what's, what uh, tabs to open up. So, I got some sc- Streamlabs Super Chats to read. And actually, I have months and months of Super Chats to read because... Uh, but I won't get through them all. Baby steps, right? Um, but people were giving me super chats even off air. So if and when you start your show, Joel, <laughs> be rolling in the dough. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were talking about maybe giving Sharon Hake super chats that when Joel was hosting. Uh, nobody was giving. Uh, nobody was super chatting while I was hosting. They didn't want to give me. <laughs> they didn't. Noah's Art Kansas gave seventeen seventy six. $17.76 and says, Happy Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? I know Joel thankful for his 30%. <laughs> oh, yeah. At first I thought it said 30s, meaning like Joel's in his 30s. But then I read it closer, 30%, meaning Joel Friday here is 30% white per, <laughs> per the DNA test. <laughs> what are you thankful for, uh, Joel, other than your 30%? Um, and you're, what does that mean? Are you 70% black? 70% black and 1% Hispanic. Nice. No, I think it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, native, native, I don't know, all kinds of different stuff. A mutt, a mutt. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking for? Um, I feel like my answer is the same as when it, when Jesse would ask me every Thanksgiving when I was on the show, what I was thinking for. I'm just thankful for continuing to be able to to learn and grow insight. Nice. Um, I'm thankful for what I've learned, even, you know, being away from Bond and, you know, learning things on my own, not, you know, always having, you know, going into the world like fully is different than when you're amongst like people you can fellowship with. Right. Because when I was at Bond, I'm, you know, everything, um, you know, all your friends and all the events and stuff, you're always around, for the most part, like-minded people. But when you get into the world, you get around, like, regular people, you learn a lot, too, because you learn how to, you have to, you still have to find ways to connect. Like, you can't be, you can't be out in the world Jesse thumping. Yeah. You know, or you can't be out in the world uh, Bible thumping. You can't be out in the world being yourself, be yourself, but out in the world, like overdoing the whole holy thing, because we still have to connect with people. And it says, even says in the Bible, it says, um, "Be in the world, but not of it." 
I think what it means by that is have your foot in there, still connect, make those connections, but still not be like immersed in that mindset. So just learning how to do that is, you know, I'm grateful because um, that way you're still able to not separate yourself from the world and end up being an outcast right. in, in your home. Unnecessarily. And I was, yeah, unnecessarily. And I was at, you know, in my apartment for a long time, just being in my apartment and just being by myself. And after a while, I'm like, dang, <laughs> who do I have to talk? Like, where's my friends? When, um, you know, you can have friends that you don't have to go talk about politics with. Right. Like, you could just keep it light, yep. sweet, and still connect with people and have good friends. So learning how to do that, I'm grateful for. Nice. And, um, yeah, and not separating myself and still being a normal human being in society and functioning normally. Right on. So that's what I would say. That's cool. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, another super chat from uh, Lord Bibby42. Is that what it is? Is that what it is today? Great to see both you guys back. Now we can continue rejoicing within James Hake's birthday celebration extravaganza. Happy birthday, Hake. Well, thank you, Lord Bibby42. I just turned 40 a, a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 41. Uh, as of July 17th. Thank you, Lord Bibby. Um, yes, and it is great to see Joel Friday back here when he can on his days off. He's doing his own thing. Thriving uh, in the world. That's cool. Uh, oh, that, that was a super chat? Yeah, that was oh, it. Well, I, I was... I was oh, added on to adding it. Adding on to oh, it, yeah. Right on. <laughs> Based America First with the super chat says, Excited Trump is running again. His speech echoed Reagan's Star Wars with missile defense shield and JFK's moonshot with landing on Mars. Shenanigan policies sound fine, but how will shenanigans be overcome before that? Oh, interesting. Referring to getting elected in the first place. It's a good question. Rhinos have done nothing in two years. Yeah, they really have done nothing. That's true. Um, I, I know you don't really keep up with politics stuff, but... Um, have, I, I see things sometimes. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain David with the Super Chat says, Big shout-outs to Hake and Joel. Hake Teria lives on. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Captain David. Appreciate that. Had not heard that term before. Hake Teria. Were you about to? You were about to ask me something. Uh, I was wondering. Well, you've already given your two cents on Trump, really. But I don't yeah. know if you had seen his uh, his speech or any of his recent, recent stuff. No. He's been still doing his big uh, rallies. Oh, uh, yeah. And he, like, w still has this booming voice, all this energy. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, like, things pop up of him still being active. Yeah. But I haven't really clicked. Right. <laughs> to yeah, see yeah. what he's been. Yeah. Yeah. I've been out the loop a little bit. So you're right. I, I was either way on whether he should run again. I wanted him to do what he wanted to do. To yeah. do. I cracked. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> Puberty, yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm so happy that he's running, and I'm happy that he's, it's kind of like 2016 all over again, where he's alienating a lot of people just by being himself yeah. and, like, fighting with these people yeah. like a man. And so... You see, like, I kind of, like, take, um, not to cut off no, no, the next thing, but I kind of take, like, 
like eventually I would like to maybe be more involved in it and, and I give like a deeper look to like politics and stuff like that. But I tend to just have a general, general look yeah. at what's going on. And, um, I can tell that overall that people have started to see people hung themselves when they voted in the last people. Biden and Kamala. Oh, yeah, true. And I think that was good because it allowed people to see that, no, we're not Suffer. saying this because <laughs> we're, like, biased. You're saying this because we believe it to be true. Yep. So then when you let people have it, then they just hang themselves, and then they know that they know that they know yeah. they made the wrong decisions. Right. So I think If that, they have eyes to see. If they have eyes to see. If yeah. they have eyes to see. But I think that from the bigger picture, a lot of people who were against him have like, well, maybe he was actually doing something good. When they right. actually see that they're, all these things are rising and things are changing, and then they're like, yeah. okay, we kind of we kind of miss him a little Let's bit. Let's have some competence yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> and energy yeah. and can-do attitude. Exactly. Yeah. So I think people see that if they don't see anything. I hope they see. Yeah. It's pretty evident. Very true. Um Another super chat from Based America First. Hake Report discusses witches in politics. Shows witchy Margaret Atwood photos twice. And that was uh, three months ago in uh, August. This woman who is like an author or something like that. And yeah, and I put her in my thumbnail tw tw two days in a row. Or two shows in a row. Uh, and then no Hake Report for 13 weeks. 13. Coincidence? <laughs> More likely debilitating Biden inflation. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Base America First. Appreciate you. And I got tons of Base America First super chats to read from uh, days and weeks and uh, months prior. But I appreciate that, man. And I will get through those, assuming that I'm able to dig them all up, <laughs> which I think I can. Um, and a couple of little screenshots, some. Uh, Uh, let's see. Oh, Matt living the dream says, quit sugar and eat pasta from Italy. You want your arteries to soften. Eat sauerkraut as it kills the calcium riddled biofilms. A shot of verd. Sauerkraut? Yeah, sauerkraut. I heard that's good for uh, a lot of things. Um, a shot of virgin olive oil will slick up your veins. Winky face. Thank you, Matt living the dream. Nice to hear from you, man. I was having a, I got to drink coffee one day uh, when I was recovering and because the doctor said no coffee and then one time, one day he let me have coffee and I was able to use Matt Living the Dream's maple syrup. Oh. <laughs> I still have it. Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> you still, it, you, oh, you still have the one. Yeah, I still have yeah, that one that he said. Yeah, it's still going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was good though. Half, two years. I don't know how long ago it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've. Uh, there was a little bit of mold that had grown, and I had it in a, on a shelf, room temperature. Yeah. So I dug out the mold. And still and, kept uh, it moving. And then yeah, put it in the fridge. <laughs> so thank you, man. That's appreciation, Matt. That's yeah. appreciation. Show Sugino says, Joel, you still, you see, still got a few tests ahead of you, but you're here to fix slash build slash make the lat." The Latin word is hard to translate into English. Too many whiny words. 
I don't understand, I don't man, understand but thank it. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded nice. Sounded well-meaning. <laughs> Joel better not have chicken legs, says Canadian David. No, I think he lifts normal. He's a... He, ex- he dances. Anyway. Um, <laughs> thank you, Super Chatters. I appreciate it. And uh, shout out to Odyssey. Oil is good. Oil is bad. Which is it? <laughs> Asks Chef Gummy D over there on Odyssey. Shout out to Odyssey. Anyway, um, let me get to another call before I get to s- oh, stories. Story. We haven't gotten to one story. <laughs> and we're at three quarters of the way through the show. But I got to get to KT in Washington, D.C. I haven't heard from him in ages. KT in D.C.? How are you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Hank? Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? Doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, hey, what's going on, Joe Friday? Good what's to up, see KT? You. Good to hear from you, man. Nice. Good, good. I, I just wanna I just wanna call you out here, Hake. Okay. I, I'm tired of you just licking Trump's boots, man. How so? How <laughs> <laughs> how am I li- are you serious? How you are you you are a Trump boot licker, man. Come on, Hake. <laughs> but okay, mate. You know, Hake, I've never heard you disagree. I, I mean, can you give me something? Name at least two bad things that Trump did. Yes. During uh, his uh, campaign, uh, during his campaign as president. During his uh, tenure, his first term. Oh, during his tenure as president. Yeah. Uh, his first term, we call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did not like. I I didn't care for him banning the bump stocks. I did not care for him uh, kissing up to women and sending these women all over the world, including his daughter, Ivanka. And I think he might have listened to his son-in-law as well too much. I didn't appreciate him listening to... I didn't really think that he necessarily should have been listening to uh, Kanye's ex-wife so much on those criminal justice stuff. He was too nice to, like, the criminals. And... Kissing up to the blacks, so the blacks and the women and the gays, I felt, and, and I, but I, the thing is, though, KT, is that I knew that he would be like that going into it. So none of that was a disappointment, really, because I expected that from him. I knew that he would be, I knew that he would be wrong on some things. So you, you didn't really answer my question, then? No, but those are two, those are two things that I disagreed with. No, I'm saying, I mean, okay, policy-wise, what did he do during his tenure as president that you did not disagree with? That I did uh, not agree with. Policy-wise. Yeah, uh, he, when I say he kissed up to the criminals, he, he did the First Step Act, and I, from what I understand, that that was not a good thing. And I, I mentioned the bump stocks, and he sent women around the world. Those are policies that he did. Okay, yeah. okay. And so I expect, but those policies weren't, real shocks to me, you know? I didn't expect him to be, like, 100% agreeing with what, I, what I'm what i about, you know? What, was there anything that he did that shocked you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what did, what did this guy just do? Um, no. Even when he, even when he, he unfurled that rainbow flag at one point and, and was nice to the gays and... Even that did yeah. not shock me because I've ar- I already knew 
what he was like. He didn't put on any pretenses that he was not that way. You know what I mean? The, him spending or oh, him printing six trillion dollars didn't, didn't uh, shock you? If he can print me some, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, I don't. That stuff I don't understand or know. So I don't. I I don't know that he personally did that. I don't know, but no, that did not. The the money stuff did not shock me. He had the economy much improved from what it what it was before and what he uh, what it is. He may have that may have been wrong for him to do that. But I don't. I didn't know anything about that. That did not shock me. It did uh, not shock him, me because uh, I didn't know about it. Go ahead. And him uh, pushing the jabs and uh, you know encouraging the jabs and not firing Fauci didn't shock you. No, none of that shocked me. Uh, him not standing up. Go ahead. Him not standing up to the. To the what? To, uh, social, to the social media companies that shock you? What do you mean by standing up? Because he did a little bit of standing up. He didn't do any standing up. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't even, I mean, he didn't oh, pass yeah, any yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like when he, he invited these people who were banned, and then he dis, they di, his administration disinvited certain ones who were unpalatable. No, none of that, none of that shocked me. He's like a, he's like a liberal boomer. He is a liberal boomer, but yet he thinks for himself, so in that way, he's, I appreciate him. You shouldn't be shocked. You were shocked by all these things? I was shocked when he didn't fire Fauci. I was really? shocked seeing him. Yeah, I was shocked when he didn't fire him. I, didn't, I was shocked when he uh, was out there pushing this vaccine, yeah. telling people to go get vaccinated, and um, the, the liberal media, MSNBC, using his sound bites against uh against uh people on the right saying oh look trump is here pushing the vaccine i you need to get that. vaccinated i, your, I don't watch president is pushing it. i don't watch msnbc but the if you're dumb enough to be influenced by msnbc to use trump's words against against the people no, no my, my point is yeah uh he was out there pushing vaccine and you know the right the left-wing media the left-wing media was out here uh, supporting him. Uh-huh. It was out here uh, um, entertaining Fauci, then fire him. You know, he said, oh, arrest Hillary Clinton, did nothing, absolutely no, he did nothing. Tr- he did try to, to go into Hillary Clinton, but his... Uh, uh, I, I understand that I'm giving him kind of an excuse on this, but he, his White House counsel said it, it looks too political. And so oh, people too political, but no, they, people they did. His, he did try. Hold on, he did his, try to. He did try to go in on on Hillary. He he, he made attempts on uh, investigating he, Hillary, but his but, uh, he can only do look, so look, much look, when look, it, the people when uh, it's hard to find good help these come days. Come on, hey, come on, hey, come no, on. No, no, no. Listen, but his, his his people got arrested. What's this guy? Uh, the guy from Blackbird got arrested. He got raided. His house got raided. And nothing, he didn't even make any attempt to arrest or investigate Hillary Clinton? No, He did. He did he make an attempt. Wait, you're saying he that he got, didn't, and I tell him the, I'm telling you that he did. I looked into it. Or, I mean, we didn't see it. What attempt did he make? Look, uh, go, look, go look into it. Because I, mean, I'm I'm not, I, know, I read into it that he did, tr- he did try to uh, investigate Hillary. I can, 
a lot of people on Trump's side got investigated. Some got arrested. Some got and how are you? But why are you blaming? Why are you blaming Trump. Trump for stuff that other people are doing? I'm not blaming Trump because of that. I'm saying he didn't do anything on his end. Yeah, he did. To investigate people on the left, yes, or even arrest people on the left, none. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like who? He tried to go after Hillary. He was uh, trying to do this stuff with the schools, the uh, get rid of the the liberal influence in the schools, which is a big issue right now. The communist in- influence in the schools. He was he was uh, doing investigation. You like uh, Art has called in with the child sex trafficking stuff. Like there was there were all kinds of different things that he was trying to do, but he doesn't have the whole institution on all the people on his side. They have. That's that's a good that's a good point you bring up. He doesn't have a lot of people on his side. He said, "Oh, Including we're gonna get rid of we're gonna we're gonna get rid of the swamp," and he hired the swamp. Yeah, he hired, he, he, but this that, guy. But even that name? but even that didn't shock me because he's a every morning like he would read the New York Times and you have to you have to hire the type of people who are able to work with people and who do you. But then, that, that just shows you Trump does not know... Trump makes bad decisions. So you and think he's you not, have, he's not, would, would you think you would have done better? Who Absolutely. Have, I, and, you know, the people the people he said he was going to... The, the swamp people? Yeah. He had swamp people that turned, that turned on him. Yeah, very true. What's, the guy, what's, the, what's this guy... Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting his names here because I've not Bill, even been keeping up. Bill Barr, Mike Pence... Everybody, you know, everybody, no matter who you hire, somebody's going to, you never know who's going to turn on you. But, but that, Mike, just, Mike that Tyson, just shows you, that's not his that fault. That shows you, that's his fault. He has bad some, judgment. Some of it may be his fault, yeah. But some of it, you, you have to, some of these, hold on, hold on. I mean, yeah, that, uh, yes, I agree with you. Some of these people were just bad choices, period. But, but think about it. A lot of these people you have to, that you appoint, the Senate has to approve them. Okay. And the Senate is not going to approve somebody who's based. Why not? What's that? I mean, at least try and appoint him and then let him get rejected by the Senate. At least we know right. you try to appoint people that are not part of the swamp. But he did the opposite. All right. But, KT, and- you should not be shocked by... Uh, by Disappointment. Oh no! Hello? I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> that's that's where you went wrong, I think. Because no, no. That, it's, how did I go wrong on that? Because you should not be. Even the Bible says, "Do not be shocked by the evil in the world, and by uh, and uh, you shouldn't just turn on people." You know. I'm not. I'm not turning on Trump. I'm okay. just. You, so you're still going to vote, vote for him? I'm not, absolutely not going to vote for him. Then you turn it Go ahead, Joel. Can I make a comment, KT? Uh, yes, about, the go sh- ahead, Joel. about the shock thing is that if there is shock, oftentimes, in my opinion, it's based off of you having a opinion about somebody previously, and then when they don't do it the way you want them to do it, then it's shock. Yeah. When James is kind of right when he's saying that there shouldn't be a shock about anything because you just... You don't have an expectation of what they should or shouldn't do. You either like them for the things that they do or leave it at that. But if you're shocked, it's because you were hoping 
or you had your expectation in um, him doing everything you expected him to do. And I think it's a bit naive to think that you would be able to to go in there and do better than than what he did. No, but here's the, here's the, here's the thing. Trump okay. Trump advertised himself as the outsider, the non-political, the guy who's not tied to not tied to any uh, political interests, uh, the guy who's not tied to the donors. He advertised himself as that, but he went in and just did the exact same thing that the people he criticizes do. He did the exact same thing. He didn't do anything um, profound or noble or anything profound during his uh, time as president. Yes, he did. <laughs> what did he didn't. What did he do? What did he do? He set an example that was unlike any. Besides sending out tweets. No, 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 and, no, 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 no. Know, I'm not just talking about tweets. Let me finish. Um, okay. I thought it was so deep when he stood there as the only one who told the truth as he saw it about Charlottesville. You know, the riot when Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the scum of the earth politicians allowed um, and attacked the, the right-wing whites who were over there protesting the tear- tearing down of the General Lee statue and the, uh, and the replacement of white people. Um, okay. He's like, he's like, what about the alt-left? You know, the, wh- there was a lot of violence coming from the other side, but they're only blaming the one side. He said there was violence on many sides. There's very fine people on both sides of the argument of, of tearing down the monuments. And, okay. uh, and so <clears throat> he was, he remained in his own way an independent thinker. And that was so refreshing to hear a, po- a politician... Um, stand up and change the culture in a way that no other politician that I know of, which I don't know a lot, uh, has done. So, so even with all of the policy stuff, that all the policy failures, and those were failures, and the bad hires, and those were bad hires, um, still, I appreciate him for... He really was an independent thinker in, in those ways. For a boomer to be talking like that, and he was calling black w- women racists, that's such a racist question, he told one NPR black lady, I think. So th- those okay. things were, uh, although that has nothing to do with policy, that is a good, sets a good example in the culture and as a man and as a white man. So I, I really appreciated that about him. I mean, for me personally, I don't care about the race stuff. I think the race, the race stuff, is just a distraction. No, but he's, uh, that, but he, but he did, he does too. Well, what do you mean he does too? He, he doesn't care he about the said, race stuff. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're racist. You're racist. No other politician calls out the phony cries of racism like like he did. I mean, yeah, okay, good. That's good. That's good on him. Yeah, see? And um, there you go. <laughs> Sure, sure, but me, for me personally, I don't care about that race stuff. It's just a bunch of mess. I think it's a distraction. But, but my point from, isn't about race. Uh, my point, but my, my point is how he set an example as an independent thinker. An independent thinker? You think you look at Trump supporters? Trump supporters are not independent I didn't thinkers. Think, I didn't say they were. I'm talking about him. 
Okay. You're right. You're okay. right. There are a whole lot of cult followers of him. There are a whole lot of mm-hmm. cult followers of JLP. There's a whole lot of cult followers of uh, of the Bible. They think there's a whole lot of cult followers of atheism, and every practically everyone is a cult follower. So that's true. But I'm talking about him. And the the example he said, I, I maybe you don't see the depths of of how he st- stood amid the pressure about the race thing. KT, you don't like how the so you're saying you don't like the fact that he said one thing and then when you got in there he did another. It's not it's not even that, right? It's well, yeah, you can say that, I right? Can understand, but, I, can under, I can understand that because it looks like a hypocrite. So, but is that what your is that your your issue? Well, that's that's my gripe. That's one gripe, and another gripe is he just went in and did things that have never been done before. You know, uh, voting to pass the red flag laws. He's the first Republican president to go in and and well, I put Republican in quotes and right. conservative in quotes. He's the he's the first Republican president to go in and sign an anti Second Amendment law. That red flag law was that was me, that was my first red flag for me. I was like, hmm, why would he do that? That's just so odd for um, so-called Republican right-wing president to go in and sign a law that's anti-Second Amendment. You know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Second Amendment guy. Right. You know, um, that 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 raised my that that raised my antennas. And then come COVID, he starts pushing this. There's uh, vaccines and, oh, it's uh, just two weeks, another two weeks, another two weeks, lockdown, lockdown. And then he goes and, oh, fire Fauci, no fire Fauci, you know. Um, you know, things like that. So you wouldn't vote for, you wouldn't vote for him again? I, absolutely not. I'm not going to uh, waste my time voting for him. Um, absolutely not. Interesting. No. Well, I appreciate it, KT. I, I, yeah. I, let's, talk, let's talk more another day. But, uh... It's great to hear from you again. Absolutely. And, I mean, one thing I'll give Trump is he's a straight talker. He's a straight talker. He's a yeah. old-school New York guy. No, no nonsense. He talks straight. But he's also um, he's a marketer, and he knows how to BS his way around the truth. And he did a very good job BSing his way through... Um, through that campaign and and through his presidency, he did a great job. And it's just sad to see a lot of so-called conservatives falling for it. And I can bet you, I can bet you a hundred dollars, not even a hundred thousand dollars right now, Hake. I'm not looking at the chat, but there are people in the chat calling me names or saying he's an anti-Trumper. Or Don't worry his, about I that, can man. bet you that. No, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm just showing you an example of how. People just blindly follow. Well, yeah, and but, but the, are you but are you better because but are you better because you're like you seem like emotionally blinded yourself in I'm overreacting. Not, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, hey, I am the last person who'll be emotional about about something, especially another person. But you seem I'm not like, emotional about it. No, absolutely you're not emotional not. against Trump at all. Like you're not annoyed by me supporting Trump. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Nice, That's man. the last thing I'll be emotional about. 
Um, no, absolutely not. So you're not no. irri- you're not irritated that I still support him in the even in the face of all those things that you said, which which a lot of them are are true. No, absolutely not. Right. I'm not irritated one way. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nice, man. Well, yeah. let's talk again, man. It's good to hear from you, KT from DC. Uh, Take care, man. Happy, absolutely. Happy great, Thanksgiving great. to care. you. Take care. Take care. Right, you as well. Adios. Bye-bye. Man, we didn't get to any stories. We got causes. Dude, okay, we, we have to. One we got to get to at least one or maybe, yeah, maybe even two. Can, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, guys, let me play these clips, a couple of these clips here. The World Cup is on, and nobody cares about it. Well, I don't care about it. <laughs> and uh, let's finally get to clip 11. The World Cup is being held in Qatar. And Qatar. 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 And. These are funny clips. Qatar is not totally politically correct. They're Muslims. They're not for abortion. They're not for women's rights. They're not for workers' rights. Some workers died uh, working on their uh, setting up, setting up to have the World Cup over the years. And uh, maybe they're not that nice to the blacks. I don't know. They're not nice to the gays. They're not for the gays. They think that's vulgar. And maybe they go too far. I don't know. But the president of FIFA was defending FIFA is the world football something something. Football is their word for soccer. Federation. Association. (laughs) And so this guy is somehow defending himself by saying this. (laughs) I have very strong feelings. I can tell you that. Feelings. Today I feel uh, Qatari. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel uh, gay. Too far. (laughs) Today I feel Disabled. (laughs) Today, I feel uh, a migrant worker. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Have you ever felt like any of those (laughs) usual (laughs) writing? I don't understand what what he's trying to do. I I don't because I don't know what he's about or who he is really. Yeah, yeah. What is he trying to do? Like, what is he trying to? What I what I can only assume. Is that he's trying to relate to these people who may have gripes with Qatar or 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 have these gripes yeah. on either side? Because he, he mentioned Arab, which yeah. I assume that's the Qatari people, Qatari people. Uh-huh. So like, they have two sides fighting, and he's trying to bridge the gap and say, "I feel like I'm all of you guys." I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you don't have to do. Uh, you don't have to say you feel gay and and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, cripple right. and all that stuff to to say that you understand <laughs> what's going on, because that don't it just a it man just saying look, that. it just don't it don't give it don't look it's not strength. He's the president <laughs> of FIFA, Gianni Infantino, and I it was on the eve of the 2022 World Cup. Yeah, it doesn't project strength unless he really feels maybe he really feel gay, but and, <laughs> that's TMI. <laughs> 
and disabled. <laughs> and a migrant, he feels like he's a migrant worker. Uh, well, Jerry Dunleavy of DC Examiner, the Washington Examiner, says this is shameless Cuomo plagiarism. And Hassan's over here. Thank you, Hassan, man. It's been months. He's been able to just uh, go right home after the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Now he's, now he's doing two more hours of hake. Um, this is Cuomo plagiarism. He's, Hassan says, I'm surprised he didn't say I feel like a woman. Well, hold on. Cuomo plagiarism, Cuomo is uh, Andrew Cuomo, not Chris Cuomo, is the former governor of New York State. And Andrew Cuomo, not a good choice to copy or plagiarize, in my opinion. <laughs> and you may agree. Here's clip 12, the New York governor Cuomo. This was, he tweeted this, January 29th, 2017. This was right after Trump's first week. I guess Trump was talking big, even though not a lot of what he was talking about actually happened. Much to the chagrin of KT from D.C. Shout out to KT. Uh, I don't want to read this tweet, but let's hear it first, and then I'll read the tweet. Here it is. As a New Yorker, I am a Muslim. As a New Yorker, I am Jewish. As a New Yorker, I am black. I am gay. I am disabled. I am a woman (laughs) seeking to control her health and her choices. Because as a New Yorker, we are one community. (laughs) So you said, you didn't say he feels gay. He says he is gay and a woman and disabled. I, I, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to relate and be understanding and be compassionate and please and be, you know, all that's good stuff. But um, I just think that that's not the the strong way to do it. Yeah. Because people really need strength. Right. That's what and they don't respect for. this weakness either. Yeah. And then when you say the gays that look at it, they're not like jumping for joy because he says he feel gay. Right. That's what they people think when they say that kind of stuff. Yeah. They think that, oh, well. Soften their hearts. Yeah. Nope. Like they're going to love me because I'm I'm for them. But yeah. they're nine times out of ten, they're not happy that he said. They, to them, it's just like, okay. This is why I, this guy was Italian too, right? This is why I don't call Italians white. <laughs> I'm pointing to the camera. <laughs> because these supposedly white men are trying to be everything but white men <laughs> uh, to, to relate to the, the weak people who are complaining. <laughs> so anyway, I had, just had to cover that story for you guys. Uh, thank you, Joel. You're right. This weakness just invites white genocide and, uh, and more hatred of men because it, it does not project strength yeah. or compassion or anything because... Evil people don't have compassion. Could you imagine, and maybe I'm wrong, but I can't see, like, Jesus or God saying I'm gay. Right. Or, like, I'm, I'm straight. Right. I'm, you know, like, I don't, I don't I'm see I'm a white it. man. It doesn't, yeah. They like, never said, it's not in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't project strength. So right. I just, yeah, I don't know about that one, Cuomo. It's appealing to a false uh, identity. Yeah. And it's just appealing to the division, the mess that is falsely dividing people in the first place. Just a bunch of devils fighting each other, like JLP says. Man, um, shall we try to squeeze in this <laughs> terrible nurse story? We only have three minutes to go. I don't even know how. I I, I, I can go quick. Okay, let's okay. go for it. 
Okay, so I don't know if you guys see. You guys can see it on Netflix. So if we don't finish it, then you guys can get to it on Netflix. So there's a there's a movie on Netflix called The Good Nurse, and there's actually a documentary as well about it. So The Good Nurse, the the story is about a lady. Um, she's probably like mid thirties, maybe late thirties, and she's the quote unquote good nurse. So um, she basically is a nurse, and she's like the top nurse, and she has like a sickness. She's battling with the sickness, and she's only been at the current hospital that she's at for probably less than a, a year. So she can't take sick leave to take care of herself. And she has two kids and take care of herself. And she's a single mother um, to take that sick leave so she can work on her health and get the proper procedures because she needs that job to pay for her family. So she's struggling. You can see like her going into the other room to like cough and take a break. Cause she also is dealing with the sickness while taking care of other people. So it's a good story when it comes to her. Right. And then um, this guy comes in and um, he comes in to like save the day. He like helps her a lot. Like he 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 takes over the shifts while she gets some rest during work. He just comes in and really gives her a hand with the kids, the family and everything. So he looks like a good guy and everybody's rooting for him. Right. Uh-huh. He gets into the um, you know, the further he goes on in the job, she finds out that he's been at nine different hospitals. And then they're like, Oh, okay, that's interesting. And out of nowhere, patients start dying. Whoa. Right? Patients start dying. And they're trying to figure out why is why are these patients dying? Like it's it's out of nowhere. It's random. It's not like natural causes. They just go and they can't figure out why. And then um they start to investigate because the police start to investigate. But the hospitals stop the investigation because um they don't want they want to protect their liabilities right because if anybody finds out obviously that this oh, people yeah. die at this hospital Major lawsuits then they're out literally of out of business yep. so they're trying to protect all that so what happened was this guy killed over 400 people at these different <laughs> uh hospitals and all, what he did was he spiked their ivs with insulin and taking them out wow. so they, they would die so he did this for so many years, 20 plus years doing it. And the the what the hospitals did is they turned a blind eye to it. So instead of like confirming that it to was protect true themselves. to protect themselves. Oh so they protected themselves also by not investigating to see if it was true or not. Yeah. They just let them go and made an excuse. They don't even know if it's true or not, but they just right. let them go before they found out. So that way... If it's true or not, it doesn't look bad on them. Right. And he went to not eight, nine different other hospitals Man. doing the same thing. And all the hospitals did the same thing. They just let it go. Yeah. So he killed all these people. But the point of it for me was like, it's so interesting. Just like the LAPD yep. and different corporations is that it's more so these people are dying. But instead of just being honest and then dealing with the repercussions yep. and then building yourself back up, yeah, they rather hide to protect themselves about money meanwhile people's family members are dying in the hospital and they're just letting this guy loose for all these years so at the end of the day what i what i learned from this story is that make sure you take care of yourself so you're not even having to rely on these hospitals and stuff like that because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes that is so true so the less you're going to the hospital the better you're off so watch that movie check out the good nurse on netflix and the documentary and you'll see how the, these these hospitals really are are for the most part, and maybe not all of them, but nine of these hospitals just let this slide, and they knew, but they didn't want to investigate to know that they know. <laughs> <laughs>
So wow. look into that and just take care of yourself and do your best to stay. Obviously, you need, you know, if you can go to the hospital, sometimes you need to go, like you need to get surgery. Right. But at the same time, like we shouldn't just put our trust and faith in these people because yep. the higher ups are doing it for the money. Very true. Great advice. Great closing advice. Joel Friday. Thank you for guest hosting, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Hassan, helping out. This has been the Hake Report, guys. Michael in California uh, wanted to say, hey, guys, love the show. Thank you, Michael. Call me to, uh, in two days. I should be live again on Thursday. Bobby in Texas wanted to talk about the Trump presidency in details. And Rick in Hampton, Virginia, wanted to call about the Colorado shooting. And the rest of the callers can't get to you. Enjoy to forgive, I think. Right? To forgive? <laughs> <laughs> by uh, Steve Taylor. More 80s this stuff. This is vibes. Adios, America. See ya Thursday. Bye.